If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Yahtzee Mobile Gaming versus handheld gaming, which is, it's both mobile gaming, and something I did want to hit back at you right away when, when you were, when you, when you bring up the Switch, the Switch, it's, it's an iPad, like, the Switch is an iPad with, with a controller taped to each side. I would argue the controller is what makes it significantly different to an mm, iPad. Sure. That's the, as I was saying, that's the problem with mobile gaming, there's no buttons. I like pressing buttons. Yeah. It's I, fun. It I makes th- your brain go, ooh, I'm doing something. I think the the one thing everyone can agree on is digital buttons suck. People, yeah, people can like speedrun games on consoles because they've memorized all the button presses. Mm-hmm. Can't speedrun games on mobiles because you don't know where your, where your buttons are. You have to keep looking at it. Like for if anyone has ever tried to use like a virtual D-pad with no tactile, um, with no with no tactileness to it, yeah. oh, it's just the worst. They've they've tried to adapt the technology, like where the 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 the, the virtual analog stock just appears wherever you put your thumb down, and then it's mm. just relative movements from there. They've tried everything; it just never bloody works. It just it just never works. I remember ages ago. I backed, it was either a Kickstarter or an Indiegogo project, and it was like a silicon, I'm so, I'm, it was never made, by the way. It was one of those, like, they took our money and ran with it. And it was like a silicone sleeve that you could put your phone into, and, uh, and it had a tactile D-pad and a tactile A-B button and some other buttons that you could press down, and it would still, like, register the charge from your finger. And so it would, like, add tactility to your phone as long as like that's where the d-pad and the buttons were you know yeah yeah i mean every game puts them in different places there's no standardization there yes you'd need a different one for each game or you'd need some kind of modular system sort of movable type except with except with ipad buttons or just buy a handheld you stingy git well and they do have like they do have things you know that you can either attach to your phone to make it look like a mini switch or you know the real thing is like phones whether it's iphones or androids or ipads all have controller support now so you can just have a controller yeah i guess they're more like multimedia devices now Mm -hmm. Just plug in as you please. But in many ways, the lack of standard controller buttons has led to mobile games becoming their own thing. Mm-hmm. With, the, with their own trends. Absolutely. I mean, you mentioned Angry Birds. That's the that's the archetypal one. It's a yeah. huge industry now. There's like 19 different spin-offs. And, and you know, there's, 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 a, there's a lot of variety using just touch controls, which is basically just using mouse controls. You know, like as, if yeah, you had yeah, to control yeah, a game nice. with just a mouse, there are a ton of really fun games out there that you can, you know, just move stuff around with your finger. Yeah, Except with no right mouse clicks or anything like that. You know, you long hold for, for the right mouse right, click. Right. But, you know, there's a ton of fun games. And there's even, you know, games that I liked on the computer 
that I prefer playing on my iPad because I feel like the controls work so much better. Things like your your Slay the Spire uh, mm. or or like your FTL, which works. XCOM does pretty well on mobile. Maybe, yeah. I, I haven't played XCOM on, on my iPad or anything. So I've heard, anyway. I haven't played it myself. I've got, I'm have got. i a proper gamer, a real gamer. i got a PC and consoles, and I play games on them. But having said that, there are games I play on mobile. Mm-hmm. I think everyone has games they play on mobile. It's oh, something you do to pass the time. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a terrible fidgeter. Mm. Like if I'm watching TV, I want to be doing something with my fingers. Yes. Just, you know... Some simple match three thing can be enough. While you watch TV? I make it a policy of not playing any one game for too long because that's how the addiction receptors start to sink in, you know? That's fair. You start to, suddenly you're focused entirely on completing this round of bubble pop or whatever it is. And all these (laughs) games are basically the same. They all like fire the same neurons in your head. So Mm. they're pretty interchangeable. So I just on principle, I like drop out the one I'm playing and swap it for a new one every week or so. <laughs> just to make sure that your brain doesn't latch on too hard. Yeah, because that's how they get you. <laughs> and, there's, there's, and there's millions of the fucking things. That's, re- that's really true. I mean, I, I think like while we complain about the Steam uh, bloat, um, while the Nintendo eStore is absolutely abysmal, I, I also can agree that the like the i the iTunes the Apple App Store for games is awful. The games they have there, the, most of them are just terrible. Yeah, it's not great for the developers to be to work with Apple either, because you got to stick within Apple's narrow requirements. You got to dance to their tune. Get all their custom DRM and shit. Make sure all your apps are signed. In that exotic way, I never quite figured out. But the upside, speaking to the few developers I have about developing for mobile games, generally speaking, developers prefer making games for Apple products than, say, Android products. Because if you make your game for Apple, you just have to make it once. And then it will, Mm. you know, it will play on iPads. It'll play on any iPhone that anyone has. If you make it for Android, it might only work for vanilla Android. Then you have to make a new one for this skin of Android. Then you have to make a new version for this skin of Android and this skin of Android because Android, you know, is is a uh, is ever Android has a lot of skins depending on the phone manufacturer and or uh, carrier. Like Verizon has their own Android skin. AT and T has their own. Yeah, but with the Apple Store, uh, you have to pay Apple. A little bit of all the money you make, mm-hmm. which is what caused that big epic flare-up. Yes, but you, you get a bigger audience. Well, they're just selling the audience. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's the entire idea of the App Store. Well, that's why I refuse to let myself participate too much in that. Because mm. I'm just a commodity to that whole industry. Whereas... Elsewhere, if you like playing handheld games, they have to make games that actually engage me as a game. Mm. Something you can focus on and give your entire attention the way you don't with mobile games. I, uh, you and I are just, you and I are very different gamers. I guess, like, for me, whatever 
game I am playing, whether it be on my phone or on my Switch or on my computer, that's the only thing that I can focus on. I know we've had this conversation a few times before where you'll say, like, if you're playing a mundane game that's pretty repetitive, you'll pop on a podcast or something. Yeah. Or if I'm working, I'll, hmm. like, stick the podcast on. Yeah. Not, and- not what I'm... Not when I'm writing, though. You can't really write and listen to a podcast because <laughs> all the words get scrambled in your head. And and for me, I can't even game while listening to a podcast. And I've tried a, f- a couple times just to like even like playing something like a like a Stardew Valley, which is you know very monotonous. Mm-hmm. If I if I uh, if I had like a podcast or an audiobook on, I would never remember the the audiobook. Like it just doesn't stick. So, well. I don't have Maybe that you need capacity. a more advanced mind. Uh, that's very true. I don't have the mental capacity to multitask. And so when I am playing on my phone, even if it's a, like a simple solitaire game, that's all I'm concentrating on. Hmm. See how I have used my advanced mental powers to hypnotize this small dog. Oh, no. Don't keep petting it. <laughs> You're doing it. I don't know if you're using your mental powers or if it just likes head scritches. Well, I'm using my mental powers of positioning my arms and hands in certain ways, which is a thing I do with my mind. Mm. Uh, anyway. Okay. No, that's fair. What point are we making? Um, handhelds oh are good. Although there aren't... The, the, the Switch has kind of done away with the handheld industry. Now it's just the Switch. Right. That's that's I guess the other part of this is for a while we had the Switch and we had the Vita. Or no, did the Switch come out after the Vita or did the Switch kill the Vita? I haven't seen I haven't heard much from the Vita in a while. Oh no, the Vita is safe to assume it's dead. The Vita's dead. I I'm wondering whether or not it died before or after the Switch came out. And I'm trying to remember. I think it would died before. Mm. I mean for a while the Nintendo DS was like the only game in town. And now the Switch has supplanted both that and the Wii, mm. effectively. Well, you know, for a while we had like we had the DS and we had the PSP, which wasn't great. No. But it was there. You know. <laughs> you know? Yeah, there was there was some competition there. There was some competition. And the Vita, which I loved. I absolutely loved my Vita. Uh still have it. Still have my my games for it. Mm. Uh, I th- I think the Vita was there. Like the the Switch is the the promise that the Vita made and never was able to keep. Which well, the is Vita was just trying to keep going with like exclusive titles, as I recall. They were, yeah, but like f- the wild gravity. You could only get Gravity Rush on the Vita. You could only get Persona Four Golden on the Vita. That's right. They had the the Kill Zone. On the Vita, an an e kills game. They were pulling an Epic store. (laughs) They were trying to keep it going by holding games hostage. And I don't think that's ever really worked out in the long run. You got to have a solid product that can survive on its own merits. In my book, Hmm. well, yes, I I understand the 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 want of exclusivities as to help draw people to your nice product. But more importantly, the thing that the Vita started was cross save. You could, you know, you could start a game on your Vita, save it, upload that save to the cloud, go over to your PS4, download your save from the cloud, and continue playing that same game. 
I seem to recall that was the promise, but I also seem to recall that it didn't really work out like that. It sucked. <laughs> and I like I I did it. I did it a ton and it sucked. A lot of times the cloud sync wouldn't work properly. You had to remember yeah. to download the save. Like you had to manually download the saves and upload the saves. It was a terrible, awful experience. Wasn't the original claim that if you bought a game on the PS Vita, you could, you had it on the PS4 as well and just had to download it? And then they had to sheepishly admit you have to buy it for both systems? Well, so you you have it a little backwards. Originally, you had to buy it for both systems, but there was the cloud save, which worked, I'm going to say, 60% of the time. Later on, they implemented if you bought it on one system, you get it on the other system. But you had to then like it wasn't like an automatic. You had to like go into like if you bought it on your Vita, you had to go into your library on the ps4 and like way buried under eight layers of folders there were your vita games that you could download to your ps4 it was awful it was awful but the promise was there this was pre-switch starting a game on one system finishing it on the other oh it's it was so great well you haven't really sold me there (laughs) well listen um, it it didn't work (sighs) but we can do that on the switch now the switch fixed it because it's all the same thing just pick it up Play, put it down, play. That's not quite the same thing. It's just a handheld, but you can output the visuals to a TV. And play with a controller. Same same, same, same shit. All right, fine. Same shit, same shit. I'll accept accept that it's the same shit. Same shit. You know, when you think about it, Nintendo have kind of always dominated the handheld market. I don't think I can think of any rival handheld that did better than what nintendo had at the time the game boy of course was the original Mm -hmm. and nothing it could be without god knows they tried the sega (laughs) game gear and its 19 batteries (laughs) the uh the n-gauge i want to say remember the the, what was it the atari lynx oh i don't know about that one do you remember the atari was it the atari and look that up (laughs) I don't necessarily remember the Atari yes, Lynx. Yes, the Atari Lynx, an 8- and 16-bit handheld system notable for its advanced graphics and ambidextrous layout. What? Uh, and it was a commercial failure. Oh, I typed in Atari Lynx. That's a, that's a very different thing. Oh, ooh. Ooh. I don't like the look of that at all. Huh. Well, actually, like apparently, it was it reviewed fairly well. It just, you know, just didn't it sell, just didn't succeed because Atari were in a general decline. I think they the, they were doing their home console, the Atari Jaguar, at the time, oh, which sure, completely, sure. which completely sunk. <laughs> you know the 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 story. It's it's the same story, which is it's always about the games. Yeah, from what I'm seeing, it was a perfectly fine piece of hardware, but they just couldn't compete with Nintendo, Nintendo's market share. Yeah, yeah, Nintendo, Nintendo had the games. Uh, Nintendo had the battery life because because that's another thing that Nintendo has always gotten right. Like if you look at the Switch versus like the PlayStation Five or whatever, right? The Switch is still one of the top selling consoles, even though we have new, incredibly powerful par- consoles because they don't care about like cutting edge graphics or the look of of them if they play if the games play well 
that's all people will care about. The the first Game Boy was black on slightly less black. It was awful. <laughs> yeah, I remember those early Game Boys that didn't have backlighting. That's why oh. the batteries ran for so long. That was they could run them on a fucking potato. They used a little power. Exactly. It was just, well, no, it was it was dark green on lighter green. That that yeah, was the you, color. You could not play it except in well lit rooms. Right. And you know what? It doesn't matter because the games were there. And like you said, if we if you were on a crazy long road trip in the backseat of your parents' car driving across the country, you got your Game Boy and your cassette Walkman. You don't need batteries. Yeah. <laughs> Just a shame if the, the drive lasted past sundown and you'd have to be <laughs> trying to play it by the streetlights. So you just move Mario two yards every time <laughs> every time one passes by. I think Oh, I remember playing Super Mario Land over and over again. Bing bing. Christ, that's never leaving my head. The accessories. I feel like I feel like today these kids today don't understand the suffering we had to go through. I think they sort of if they remember the Wii era, they probably remember accessories being a big part of the system's life. But yeah, the Game Boy, well, there was so much to clip onto. It was basically just a rectangle. Yeah. You could do what you like with that. And then you could clip on uh, you could clip on a light. You'd have to clip on like a little light that hung over the screen if you wanted to play in anything but direct sunlight. Uh, they yeah, had those a lights ma- weren't very good. They tended to put a lot of glare on the screen as i recall yep uh how about the magnifying glass do you remember oh, that i remember one? those as well yeah you could make Wait. it you could make the screen bigger by literally yes. putting a magnifying glass in front of it all the all the wonder of <laughs> holding the game point slightly closer to your face but about <laughs> 20 times the cost uh, if you wanted to, uh, there were there was an optional like stereo speaker accessory, so you could get like that awful Game Boy sound, but louder. Yeah, you could get bugger grips. Mmm, that's right, that's right. So you could have nice grips. Uh, what was I, the yeah? I, you know the the DS benefits from grips as well, because from a mm. certain point. Well, I guess this was the Game Boy edition, but those were really like boxy as well, mm-hmm. with with rectangular corners. And I always found if I held the uh, the old 3DS for too long, the corners would dig into my palms. Yes, and make, and make them feel sore. Mm-hmm. That might be larger-handed gentleman syndrome. That that that's very very possible. I have very large small dog scratching hands. <laughs> Yeah, no, and I, I guess like they just go rectangle one for ease of manufacturing, and two just to make sure it can fit in as many hands as possible. Like they don't want to conform to any size. Mm. But but yeah, this was this was always the case with Nintendo. They had the games. They had the games that you wanted to play, uh, which which mostly I guess just means Pokemon. Like they had Pokemon. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, just sorry, maybe... my, sorry, my phone's ringing. I didn't recognize the number. Sure, so fuck it. Probably, yes. probably asking about your car warranty. You know, wanting to make sure. Indeed, Pokemon was uh, the Game Boy, the big hit of the Game Boy. Mm-hmm. 
And you could only get it on the Game Boy. That's what that's what we mean. It's the games that count. It's funny how things have changed. I guess that's the difference with, between the mobile market, because on the mobile market, the game really doesn't count. Mm. It's just... The games are just things to do with your hands. <laughs> to make to get some use out of this expensive piece of electronics you have. I guess, you know what we've moved on to? Like, we've moved on from, like, it's the game that counts to it's the ecosystem that counts. Hmm. You know, like if because now we're in an age of digital is I get, you know, for me, like I have an iPhone and all of my apps I've purchased on my iPhone, um, all of my stuff, all of my movies that I've bought or rented are done through the Apple store. And so if I want to keep all of the stuff I've bought, I have to keep continue using Apple products. That's how they get you. That's how the and yeah and also I'm fine with that because I really like my iPhone. Uh, but chill, chill, bootlicker. I you oh I used to be hardcore when, back when I was like a Mac computer user. Oh, I drank that Kool Aid hard. I'll bet. Uh, but I still like my iPhone. I'm not saying that Android is worse than iPhone. I just have an iPhone and all my stuff's there, so I got to keep it going. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep shilling. Yeah, uh, yeah. I too have an iPhone. And my wife was recently persuaded to switch from Android to iPhone just because mm-hmm. everyone she knows uses iPhone. And then you can and get iMessages. Therefore we can send, yeah, we can send messages on the Wi-Fi. Yeah, it's nice. It's a nice experience. The, and I guess that's where we are now in our mobile gaming world is are you doing it on your phone or are you doing it on a Switch? Because honestly, that's the only thing. Um, and... Like I said before we started recording this, like I game on my phone a lot. I, 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 well, back, back in the day when I could travel, I did travel a lot. Hmm. And so, you know, I would have my switch with me and I'd have my phone with me. And sometimes I'd be on the switch. Sometimes I'd be on my phone and, you know, or my iPad or, or my laptop or whatever, whatever we're gaming on. Right. I too use my phone for gaming a lot. In fact, I use it every day to do the New York Times crossword. Mm, that but counts. I just it just haunts me how everything else I do with it, every other game I play with it, is just utterly vacuous. It's just a thing to keep the rodent brain alive. Then fi- you got to find better games. There's better games out there. You don't need to just do three match tile games. <laughs> you can do other games. Well. I'm not going to pay any money for them, so I only play the free-to-play <laughs> ones, and that's what they're all like. <laughs> well, I think I think I found your problem here, Yats. Yes. Um, good games cost money. Well, it's hard to, as I say, get into a game on mobile mm. the way you do on like a standard gaming system. Sure. Because the mobile is designed for something you just pull out and fiddle with on public transport or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you want to get like full into gaming gaming, you want to sit down, get your system out, make sure the sounds, maybe you got earbuds in, maybe you mm-hmm. don't. Uh, you got to f- give it your focus, pay attention to the story. I guess that, that is the big, the big difference we're talking about here. And like one of the, uh, something I'm surprised you didn't bring up is one of the biggest benefits to the switch i suppose you kind of brought it up when you talked about having your full focus but like the switch's ability to just drop 
into the dock and continue playing when you do feel like sitting down and you don't have to hold a tiny phone in front of your face mm. is is huge. It's the immersive experience. Yes. As opposed to the momentary distraction on a bus experience. <laughs> <laughs> but you know yes. what? I'm prepared to say that both experiences are valid and necessary. Mm -hmm. Some uh, benefit from a certain kind of game that doesn't do so well on the other. They absolutely. can be different things that we want at different times, and that's fine. You know? Ooh. That's fine. I I agree with you. That's something that that we just we were Nick and I were talking about it over on the Escapist show, which is I was playing a, a new game uh, that Devolver put out called Loop Hero, hmm. and it's a it's a tiny little it's it's very I I can't go into even describing it here, but it's basically um you know that that thing in shooters where you have to uh, do inventory management and you have to like say, oh, this gun does five more fire damage but two less base damage. Oh, I hate that shit. You hate that unless that's the core loop, which it is in Loop Hero, and it's actually engaging. That sounds weird. Yes. Yes, it is weird. So and they so, made a whole game out of going down the stuff you have and picking the thing with the highest numbers on it. Kind of. Uh, there, there's a little bit more to it where uh, there, you, you get – so you get gear and you get cards. And the gear, you know, you get to choose your gear and then the cards are stuff that you play on the loop and the cards are the enemy. So you choose where the enemies spawn as you go around the loop and then you use your inventory to defeat the enemies. And it's 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 interesting and neat. But – I don't want to sit down and do it for an hour. Like, I don't want to sit down and play that game for an hour. I mm. would love to sit down and play that game for 10 or 15 minutes uh, on my yes. phone before bed. Yes. And that's the thing, isn't it? Mm. If it's that sort of game, you don't want to have a whole load of kerfuffle involved in getting started on it. Right. You don't want to, like, sit down, set everything up, turn on all your machines, blah de blah exactly okay now i gotta open steam steam's gotta log in i go to the game i can play the game do the loading screen no, no like i i want a 10 15 minute session which would be you know one one loops worth of a session and then i want to like go to bed and put it away and so it's like hmm. understanding the medium in which you want your game to appear on i think is very important it's we can you know what it is handheld yeah. is to mobile as Book is to magazine. Ooh, okay, sure. Because one sure, of them's sure. like a, an immersive investment, and the other mm. one's just a casual thing you flip into in a dentist's waiting room. <laughs> and that's not to say that some magazines can't be rich and deep in thought, but it's it's about the user experience at the end of the day. Toffee's escaping into the paradise realm. <laughs> no, Toffee. C come back I said hi come back from the bright void that exists within Yahtzee don't go towards the light <laughs> oh Toffee he's, he's getting impatient because this is his walk time sure that's and fair I'm very rudely talking bollocks about handhelds uh, instead of taking him for a walk that's that's very fair um, I guess, you know, like something we can touch on as far as handhelds and specifically the Switch is concerned is the Switch has touchscreen capabilities. 
Does it? I it does. I, I guess it does. I didn't use it much. And that was going to be my question is uh, like like when when playing certain games on the switch, I will use the touch screen, uh, especially like like I said, if I'm like in bed playing before before bedtime, I'll take off the controllers. I got a nice little tablet. I suppose that's another advantage of mobile gaming is that if you like on a bus and playing on your phone, no one uh, gives you a second look. Mm-hmm. If you're on a bus holding up an entire switch, you might as well be holding up a sign saying, please rob me. Depending where you are. Depending on where you are. Uh, also, if we're talking about being considerate to your bus mates, uh, depending on the game you're playing, the clickety-clackety of the buttons on a Switch might get a little annoying. Yes, and it certainly feels like too much of a faff to <laughs> dig it out and get it all set up on the bus. Right. When, you, when your phone's right there. Phone's right there. One, and, and you can do it while holding on to the, to the handrail, so you can do it one-handed. I think I might have left a crumb under that, under that cushion. How can you tell? There's just, it's so. <laughs> He's going to find it. He's going to find that crumb. I know, like, for, for me, if I'm in bed and, like, my wife's reading before bed and I'll, I'll, like, I'll pull out the switch and maybe play a game, I become very aware of what kind of game I'm playing and how often I am pressing a button because it is loud. Just mm. Click, 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 get... click, 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 click. It's hard to get immersed with that thinking, isn't it? It is. You don't want, don't want to have to worry about that. You want to be in the world mm-hmm. of games. And that's exactly when a touch screen controls would be perfect because that doesn't make as much noise. Just, you know, we can do an ASMR video. Soft glass. I am clicking on my phone for those who can't see. Uh, that was me touching this front of my phone. Um, so, yeah, I think they're both valid. They're just different mediums for a similar product. Well, that was a long route to that fairly basic conclusion. Well, you know, I think we, we wanted to talk about this because mobile gaming gets a bad rap, specifically amongst real gamers. Well, I've certainly been giving it a hard time along those very lines right but yeah let's all live and let live let's all hold up our hands and say yes i do play mindless color matching stuff while i'm waiting at the shopping <laughs> at the shopping center for mm-hmm. my turn at the till and that's okay absolutely we're and not that's... like mindless uh, slaves to the corporatocracy nor are we Defined entirely by our hardcore gamingness at all times. Mm-hmm. We're just looking for a momentary distraction from thinking our own thoughts, because that's where the bad things are. So give them mobile developers a break, unless just... they're evil. Uh, yeah, and maybe but, you know, maybe like pay for games on your phone too. Like, yeah, judge them by a case by case basis. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's yeah. back to that again. Oh, always back to that. All right. Well, yeah, this one didn't have a ton of meat on it, but I think I think we had a good conversation. Yes. Hmm. Now I need to walk this small dog. Oh, okay. You know what? People might be upset about the short runtime, but if you're watching the video, you get to see Toffee, and Toffee's a, a pretty cute little puppy. He's a cute little five-year-old puppy. Oh, well, uh, listen, all dogs are puppies, let's be honest. Well, that's right. <laughs> 
All right. Well, thanks everyone for watching and or listening to this. Uh, if you didn't watch the episode that this was based on, uh, you can head over to escapistmagazine.com and watch Handheld versus Mobile Gaming, Slightly Civil War. Uh, and, and thanks again. Uh, let's see here. Uh, you can become an Escapist Plus member. Uh, where you can uh, watch our videos ad-free on the site, and you get special bonuses like uh, like asking us creators questions for the Ask the Creators videos, where we give you long-winded answers, or you can become a YouTube member and get bonuses like our videos one week early on the YouTube player, and a special, uh, special emotes and a special uh, name recognition uh, when we live stream over on YouTube. Which we do every week it's at various true. times. I do a stream every Wednesday after zero punctuation. And you Jack does do. like nine. I do. <laughs> you know what? Like, I'm signed up for nine. I don't think I've actually streamed in like four weeks. <laughs> but I'm yeah. signed up for like nine. Uh, exactly. And if you are a YouTube member, your your name is like green. And we can see it easier when you ask a question live. Yeah. Shill, so we, shill, 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 yes. shill. So we'll we'll still ignore you, but we'll feel slightly bad about it. <laughs> Absolutely. Or you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Harlack. And I'm at Yahtzee Crozier. Follow the Escapist generally at Escapist Magazine. Or just zero punctuation at Z punctuation if that floats your boat. Absolutely. And we'll slightly see you later. Bye. <laughs>